Hello and welcome to the 11th episode of More, a podcast designed to inspire, encourage and support women to make changes both big and small in their lives and this week we're talking infidelity. I'm Jo Merritt, I'm a wellness advocate for doTERRA essential oils, I'm also a single mum to two teenagers, I do various other jobs, I've been sunning myself like there's no tomorrow, although now it's cloudy so I can't, boo-hoo, and I'm here every week to talk with Serena and whoever we want to interview. Hey all, I'm Serena, mummy of five and a body confidence and sexual empowerment coach. And I'm really super excited for today's episode because I have a really good friend of mine here with us today, Stina Gray. Um, And as Joe just said, we're going to be talking about infidelity. So I'm going to pass you over to Stina just so she can say hey. Hey. (laughs) And how are you feeling about being on here with us today, Stina? Uh, I'm actually really excited to be honest with you. I don't really get asked to talk outside of my own community often um, in just voice rather than video. So it's great to be sat here in a hat and my scruffs and and share authentically still. Yeah, that's the best thing, isn't it, about our podcast. I literally haven't changed since I did a workout and I was sweating for Britain. (laughs) I'm in my pyjama bottoms. I've got the top half on. I always do the top half, but the pyjama bottoms are still on. Yeah, good girl. <laughs> okay, so today we are talking about infidelity. Um, and we, I think for all three of us, we have, we, you know, our age and stuff, we've been through quite a lot in our relationships and with our past. So mm-hmm. I think it's a really good topic for the three of us to be chatting about. Um, yeah. For me, um, I've, I've struggled with infidelity and it's something that I can't quite get past myself that I'm struggling. I've got a block at the moment. So I'm really struggling to get past that and to forgive. Um, so it'd be interesting to know how you guys feel if, over what's happened with you guys. Okay. Who wants to go first? Dino, do you want to talk? Uh, you can do, yeah. It, it's, it's a difficult subject because I think one of the things that I promote obviously is everybody's lives different everybody has choice um there are a lot of expectations in society to do a certain thing or behave a certain way and I'm yeah I'm, ma- I'm a massive advocate for breaking away from those labels and, and doing what suits you um so from my experience when I actually chose to stay with my partner I lost a lot of friends and family members that didn't agree with wow. me wow yeah People judge, right? Yeah, hugely, hugely so. Um, because it, it was brutal. <laughs> it was a brutal experience. So, yeah, it's difficult, I think, to try and appease everybody, but also be true to what you feel and how you want to go forward with it. Definitely. That's really interesting you say that because um, before I put some context to it, I will just say that I was married for 19 years mm-hmm. with my uh well still husband actually because the doors hasn't gone through yet for 21 and I had a very very definite outline of what I thought I believed about infidelity which was I don't necessarily believe it spells the end of a partnership relationship marriage I don't also think it's got 
anything to do with anybody outside of the two people in, involved in the relationship. Mm. That's that's my belief. Um, and whatever you decide to do as a result of infidelity, whether it be you stay together, you talk, you decide to part, that is your business and your partner's business and no one else's business whatsoever. Just to put a bit of context in, my husband left me in October 18 for my friend a few doors down the street. They're still together. He didn't want to be with me anymore. And actually, I'm okay with that. My issues aren't really around the infidelity. My issues are more around the breakdown of our family and the, the relationship he's got with our children, which I'm not going to go into because it's a different you know, situation. We've got a messy divorce going on. But it's definitely not me making lots of judgments about infidelity. So it's interesting how it affects different people in different ways. Yeah, I think massively so. Um, I would actually, the opposite of you, I, for me, my entire life, it was like, you cheat on me, that's it, I'm done, I walk away. Right. Um, and that's, that's how I felt genuinely about it until I was actually in that situation and my, mm. my entire life just fell apart. Um, I wanted to, I'm, I'm a counsellor, so for me, understanding the way people think oh, and behave, right. that that's huge for me. So I wanted to understand why I wanted it. I didn't have those feelings of this is my fault. This is all because of me. Why am I not good enough? I, yeah. didn't, I didn't initially have that. I've had those since and I've had those thoughts since. But um, for me, it was more a case of how has this happened? And that's what I, I really needed to understand. Right. I think with with infidelity as well, um, I'm not sure if you guys have felt the same with things like that, but you kind of know, don't you? You have this inkling that something's going oh, yeah, on. Oh, yeah, I knew. Um, but you put it yeah, to the 100%. back of your mind or you kind of push it to one side and you go, no, 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 it's me being silly. Um, yeah. Several times over the summer, I challenged their relationship, their friendship. And I was, I, you know, and you tell yourself almost you're being ridiculous because she's, she was a friend of mine. And you think, don't be stupid, don't be stupid. But that very morning that he told me about nine o'clock, he'd got up very, very early, super early in the dark, like sort of five, six o'clock. Wasn't unlike him because he worked funny hours and he couldn't sleep. And he'd often drive to the airport, get a coffee because that was the only place open. You know, just something to do because he had this weird sleep pattern. Something made me get out of bed and watch him drive off. And out loud, I said, you're seeing someone and he came back a few hours later and told me he was leaving so you do know your yeah. gut tells you yeah you definitely yeah. have that feeling um but I do think that so many of us do push that feeling to one side instead of approaching it we kind of we kind yeah. of let it bubble and bubble until it's got to the point where something massive like erupts inside you and, and it causes such friction yeah. and yeah. argument I literally had that feeling as I caught it as I'd caught the situation, um, right. I got a message, his phone went off, he was asleep and there was a message come through and then there was a message come through on my phone where this woman had tried to join my community on Facebook and uh, um, then his phone went off again and it's not an ordinary for his phone to go off anyway at, at random times, this was nearly midnight because um, yeah. he deals work-wise with, with other countries and stuff so I didn't think anything of it until I just picked it up and I thought it must be an emergency waking up passing his phone and then I recognized the name as the lady that had just joined my group and I thought that's a bit strange um yeah so <laughs> I literally was yeah and I was, I was like you've got a message and I instantly felt like oh my gosh this is something bad and I remember going into the kitchen and thinking you are horrible why are you treating this man this way because of something that you've got no proof on you don't know anything about it and do you know, I genuinely doubted myself and felt really bad about it. Um, but then obviously it all unraveled from that point. So sure. you do doubt. I think what you do was doubt. your 
what was your immediate thought for the relationship um it's hard because I'm a very very I've been married twice previously and Mm -hmm. uh, both of those marriages broke down but not in the same way we just kind of grew apart as we as we developed as people um so for me it was really important because we already had a child together at that point that I was sensible um but trying to be sensible when like rational yeah but trying to find that whilst you are completely just literally it felt like my world fell apart and it felt like everything just stopped you know have you seen the um the film frozen and i'm only saying it because we're watching it loads now but there's a point on frozen where she thinks that her sister has has died and all of the snow just stops and everything just completely stops she's in the middle of the lake and it all just goes yeah slow motion and that was it that type that's exactly how it that's how that felt yeah huge well, you've given me goosebumps, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I... And what what did you, how did you progress from that very moment to still being together? What was, what's the journey been, the path for you? Like, what did you need to do? It's, I, it had to break down before it got any better. Um, sure. I, I, I completely lost my mind, completely lost it in every way, shape or form. I the anger and the raw emotion just came out and I was demanding to know who she was and show me your phone and he wouldn't show me his phone and then he deleted the messages from her and it was just like this is unreal get out of my house and it was just right. it was really difficult and then I actually he passed me his phone and I unraveled that it wasn't just one in the last three weeks of that conversation there was 21 other mm. women that he'd been messaging and it was like oh, oh my okay. gosh so that entire weekend and um, we didn't actually sleep at all that entire weekend we just went through every single situation you went to rock bottom right yeah, yeah, yeah. hugely I mean I, I I literally ripped the wing mirror off his car and ripped the wiper off his car and I was like this is disgusting and I was so angry I thought I'm going to take it off your car so you can't run away from the situation now and I lost my mind I completely lost my mind and I felt so ashamed of that afterwards I felt really really ashamed of the fact that I'd fought for so many years to be this really calm person and then it just right. evoked so many raw memories of survival but you I mean you were tested right to your utter limits so Huge. you know when you say you felt bad afterwards do you not just see that as part of being human no I think it was it was more a case of um I, I literally I have a, a long history of trauma and I fought so hard to get through that. Right. Okay, get beyond get it. And I just felt like I was pulled right back into that world where yeah, it was that, that survival. Sense, yeah. and, and it just, you do things in survival that you don't necessarily agree with or as a, as, as a calm person, I think. So for me, losing my cool and the anger side of things, that was not something that I promote or feel comfortable sure. with. Um, and can I ask, was he, was he defensive in his actions over that weekend or did his behaviour evolve and change? There were times during the conversations when he had no sort of, no emotion. He was very, very blank with it. And I think right. that then wound me up even more because I got... That's what I got from my ex. And that was something that was like a red rag to a bull for me. Yeah. That kind of, like, you're not part of it almost. Yeah. Yeah. And that was it. And I think because the penny had dropped for me at that point then, and I'm looking back thinking, oh my gosh, this time, that time, this time, and I'm bringing up all these moments and thinking, 
and as I found these messages, there were actual, I mean, there was messages from the delivery room when I was giving birth to our child. Oh God. They, they were horrific sort of times in my life that right. every memory I had, I held this guy so high. He was, he let me be myself. He was so supportive of everything I was doing. He was just an incredible person. And it felt instantly like that was just ripped away from me. That person had just gone. Um, Does some of what Steena saying resonate with you? Yeah, Serena? absolutely. So um, Steena and I have got quite similar story backgrounds with infidelity, but Steena's mm. worked through hers from the beginning, whereas I let mine lie. Mm. If that makes sense. Um, sure. So mine's yeah. kind of mine kind of. I'm fine and then it will and then it will bubble and bubble and bubble and then I might let loose like for a minute but nothing ever gets resolved or sorted it then I just kind of I'm leaving that because I don't want to be in that mindset at the time or whatever so I let mine I let mine bubble but to the point where I start to self-doubt myself um because I haven't worked through it as such but um is there a consciousness to that you're aware that you're doing oh yeah and that this is something this is this is now partially yeah and I think for me my situation is because I don't want to have him look silly does that make sense because I don't want people to think badly of him in any way so I don't so I haven't really like I haven't really gone through what I need to go through because I'm trying to protect him um, which is really strange, right? Which, in a way, is where Steena's come from. You're in that. You're both in that vein. Which is, you, you will, you were willing to let not let things go. You didn't want to lose everything. You wanted to fight for stuff because it was more than the sum of its yeah. parts. And I think as well is I can be quite mean and, and nasty when I want to be. And in my head, I think to myself, mm. well, it's justified because you've done this. Um, but people around me don't know that situation. So if they see me being mean or whatever, they're not getting that. Sure. So I come across as being the person that's a bit yeah. grumpy or whatever. <laughs> but that's fine because that's what I've chosen to do. Um, and in, in this yeah, situation, okay. I think is it's the children that I'm protecting the most. Um, and that's the way that it's worked sure. for me. But it has affected me mentally, um, for sure. Because I've been with my other half since I was 16 yeah. as well. So... Um, yeah, yeah, and I've had I, my upbringing wasn't that great, so he kind of rescued me from that upbringing, um, and kind of I suppose it's very similar, isn't it, Stina? Then you kind of, yeah. it, we, I mean, our upbringings are completely different, but it's still that like you've got that knight in shining armor that's rescued you, and you feel that they're that person that's gonna give you the world, and then it comes tumbling down. But yeah, it is hard, but I think I've I've, I've definitely approached it in a different way. Do you think? the right way the well, wrong way or do you think you can't judge it <laughs> i don't think you one? can really judge it i mean it was the right way for me at the time mine again mine was a situation right. was again when i just had totally was only a couple of weeks old um so it was definitely sure. i think that's why stina and i have kind of i've i met stina on a on a um karaoke <laughs> and we bonded over a couple of drinks <laughs> she said something in the karaoke and it just resonated with me and i opened up to her um, yeah. so she's the first person I've actually ever opened up to about my situation and and Toby's four so sure. like you know it's been four years that I've been holding that all in yeah Stina was there um a moment in that weekend that you knew you wouldn't leave or has it was it more of an, a gradual evolution after that? I think what I needed to do at that point I literally I shut down the person and I went right into counsellor mode I needed to understand what was going on yeah. why it was going on and 
just in order to answer those questions I think for me at that point it was more a case of well I want to be able to tell my child in years to come that we tried to figure it out and we tried yeah. to understand what was going on um so was there some was there something you identified with him in his reason his explanation that you found some truth in it or something that you thought yes there's a reason this yeah happened. massively I mean I literally it was hundreds of hours of counseling him so I took all of my emotion out of that the first few days literally oh, wow. the first few days it was a nightmare it was just tears my eyes were so swollen from the crying I hadn't yeah. eaten or slept for days and I just was going through it and through it and through it whilst trying to obviously keep that shielded from the children as well um because I have six children I had five at the time um yeah. so trying to keep that day-to-day life going as well as as juggle all that wow. it was really difficult so it's hard as well because our children are all different ages um and so you're not trying to just protect somebody that's small that maybe doesn't quite understand sure mommy and daddy might have had a falling out or whatever and it's all fine you're trying to protect those yeah those teenagers as well that absolutely get it don't want to you don't want to like them to see their you know the other person in that light or whatever or that you're Definitely. Well, this has been the hardest thing in our situation because it was so transparent. You know, he told us on the Saturday he was leaving, he was having an affair, but he wouldn't say with who. And then on the Monday, he told us who it was with. And this was somebody who my children considered family friend, their best, they were best friends or good friends with this person's children. And so, you know, it really impacted, but they were old enough as well. You couldn't, my sister's gone through this a few months before me and she was able to shelter her children more. They were a lot younger. But when your children are the age that they understand what affairs are they understand what infidelity is you know and you worry you worry how it's going to shape their perceptions of in relationships in the future definitely yeah Uh, for me I my initial reaction I told you I just lost it and it was all over social media I was like oh my gosh this happened and I literally I threw it out there as in this man is a liar and I I literally lost rational thinking completely so that is going to come back at some point in my life and this is a conversation we've had saying that when the children do get old enough, we have to tell the children that once upon a yeah. time this happened um, and, and just explain to them in, in that respect. So it, I don't do well with secrets anyway. I'm a very, very open person. Um, uh-huh. so I think for me, I couldn't, under, I couldn't, I don't think I could understand how like yourself, Serena, you can go through that I think it's so much turmoil inside to like yeah to live with that for four years that must be so difficult it is it's hard because especially I think I get more cross in certain situations where um the light's being shone on him about something and and then I get that anger inside me like well you're only saying this because you don't actually know what's happened in life and do, do you get what I mean it's really strange. Yeah, completely. But he yeah, deserves that yeah. light as well for what he's getting the recognition from because whatever that is, is for something completely different. But it bubbles away inside of me sometimes. Sure. I do get cross. <laughs> so, Stina, when you had been through this period of counselling, did you, did you feel like there was no way you were going to allow this to break down your marriage? That your marriage your partnership was stronger um, was bigger on the whole on balance no what it did for me even now even to this day we're, we're over a year on now and um I still have uncertainty it, it's I don't know if that's something that will ever disappear um right from that but then I suppose you could argue no one ever has certainty yeah exactly anyone. I mean life in itself isn't certain is it at all especially more so we understand that right. more so at the moment but um 
I think for me, it answered the questions that I needed. I didn't instantly doubt myself. I didn't instantly think he doesn't love me. I'm not a, a nice person or there's something wrong with me. It's my fault. Sure, All of those questions were kind of answered by looking into why he was doing this, when he was doing this, how often yeah. he was doing this and, and what the situation was at the time and trying to get rational answers for it. So looking back through his past, he never, both his parents died um, when he was a child and he lived with his grandparents who lived in separate bedrooms, yeah. who completely were just, the relationship, they never sat and ate meals together. There was no kind of sure. modelling in, in that respect. So whenever he yeah. got himself... Um, a smartphone basically he then would talk to people and get attention from different areas and and that just never stopped and that's what that was it just never stopped he would use that as escapism from his life from whatever was going sure. on in his life and to learn that even though I don't agree with what he did and it is it, it's sickening I think sometimes you do get that sick feeling in your stomach and that this was happening at the most impo- important points of our life um, yeah, but I think to learn it. Would you say from what you said just now that it didn't? You you kind of felt confident early on. It wasn't a reflection mm-hmm. on you. Do you think that helped? Do you think had it been a situation where you very much felt you weren't good enough that that would have spelt the end? Yeah, because I think that if you don't talk through it, and I think that's the, that's the pressure you get from society. That's the huge pressure that you get of well, it's it's over now. Yeah, he's cheated on you. Get rid of him. What are you doing? And it's sure. like, well, how's that going to answer any questions? How am I going to know for the next time? if there's something that I could have changed or if there's something that could have happened with myself, you know, not just him, with myself. Yeah. Have yeah. have I actually done something that's pushed him away? I, I don't know that unless I ask the questions, unless I actually dig deep and see what the situation was. You made it a learning experience. Massively, Absolutely, massively, yeah. yeah. Because, and what, from what Serena's saying, because if you don't, there the, the can be damage and it goes on and then it can affect you. Maybe not all the time, but just occasionally. Yeah, definitely. I still think even after learning, though, like I said, I, I wouldn't, sit here and sort of say yeah this is great it's all amazing there are still days when it's questionable I still get paranoid about him being on his phone I still get those feelings I've looked at myself in the mirror and thought what's wrong with me and for the first couple of months I really struggled I didn't take any selfies I didn't dress myself in the same way I wasn't as confident and I really struggled to actually love myself fully like I did prior to that so okay so it did yeah, have that effect. Hugely, hugely it did. The understanding was there, but this was still things that came out at probably like my lowest moments. Sure. Um, so yeah, it was actually reminding myself constantly that actually this happened for a separate reason. It's nothing to do with me. I mean, I don't know what either of you do, but I find if I speak to anybody in a similar situation, I first of all, I don't feel I don't feel like anybody can ever really advise anybody else about what to do. But I also also feel that it's very important for me to say to somebody, your decision is your decision. But I certainly don't necessarily believe that it spells the end to a relationship. Um, and, and whatever decision you make, if that person's my friend, they're, they're going to be my friend. It doesn't really matter to me whether they whether they would choose to stay with somebody, whether they chose to finish with somebody. I, I don't, I find it hard when I hear you say, Stina, that, you know, friend, you lost friends um, through it. Well, we've actually had, <laughs> we've had a second child together. Um, it, I have five, I have five uh-huh. girls and I've got one boy and my boy, just as I found out I was pregnant, um, a member of my family actually turned around and said to me, I, I think this is wrong. You should think about your options. Um, 
It's hard because they care. Yeah, isn't it? but I, I think at that point I was like, are, "Are you for real? This is a baby. You're telling me to like think of my options because of my history. That's not what's happening now. This is our relationship is our relationship. It's our life, our choice. And I think to have something as strong as getting rid of your child imposed on you because you're with someone who cheated on you, I think that is that's immense yes. and that was the point where I was like this is nobody's business and it's not something I'm it's not something I'm sure. ashamed of it's not something I'm shy of talking about this happened to us and ultimately for me this experience was what drove me forward in changing my own life and changing my own direction with my business and the support that I then gave others Amazing. so it's so wonderful to see something positive come out of something negative in that yeah way. I think we've held back at times and there's times when we've we're very, very open with conversations and that's something I'm really thankful for um, that's come from this is we talk about everything. everything. Sure. And it's something that I've said, even even as much as talking to yourself, um, I mean, I'm being asked to come and talk about infidelity and what do I do when uh-huh. I talk about this or when I talk about this? And he says, listen, this is part of our story. This is part of the reason that you chose that journey that. and you yeah. chose that path. So it's not something that we need to hide it happened we can't change it we've worked forward so sure I mean Serena we've talked a lot when we've we've done these podcasts about um I think I think a lot of things come from what we've learned from our parents generation and their parents generation and we've talked about this that you know you don't have a story that's in a bubble yeah you. it's affected by things you're, you're... in the past yeah and I think I think what Stina's saying there is we've we've touched on this that perhaps back in the day people other people felt justified to judge their friends, their mothers, their daughters, their sisters for staying with somebody because those people maybe had no choice almost. It was like they were trapped. But you're talking about something, Stina, where you've made decisions. Mm-hmm. I mean, Serena, I don't no, know what I, your take I agree. Is I that. think it's really good to be able to, I mean, both myself and Adj have talked about our situation. We haven't hidden it from each other. We've like, we have open conversations about our situation. Mm. It's just we haven't shared it with other people as such. Um, so I don't. I think if we we hadn't spoken about things, if we hadn't of got there, we wouldn't be together now because there would there would be that you know you would be worrying. I would be worrying myself. Sure. Um, silly constantly. But I'm also assuming that it's it's very much a choice of you two to stay together as opposed to maybe 50, 60, 70 years ago where it's not, you know, we've talked your independence, Serena. It's not like you no, feel exactly. Yeah, and I, I, I agree because my nan and granddad, my, my, my nan was, um, I think they were like early teens when they got together. Like I was going to say like 13 or whatever. They knew each other before uh-huh. that as kids. Um, but I know my granddad. Yeah, um, he was in the he was in the Royal Marines. He liked to drink. I know he would have had arguments. There would have been other women and stuff. Um, and I remember that when my granddad sure. was in China, there was there was definitely a lady in China that he must have spoken about to my nan. Because my nan even even like in her when you know as I was older, she would always mention this lady. Is my granddad mentioned the lady's mm. name? She would get the hump. Or if she mentioned it, my granddad would get the hump. So there was oh, definitely yeah. stuff that spoken about. Um, and they felt sure. they probably had to stay together yeah. for the family. Um, but yeah. yeah, it didn't get spoken about. It just, you could just tell from the atmosphere. <laughs> I can absolutely imagine. <laughs> I think women back in the day probably stayed with people for all kinds of reasons. And, you know, it, we don't, we, we don't live in that world these days, do we? Sorry, I think as well, it, it was a, you know? it's a huge thing, isn't it? It's one of those you like you said you're expected to say that divorce and things like that back in the day were not something that was really addressed yeah. either but I think with the actual judgment comes 
the huge misconception that you're staying with them because you're insecure yeah and, and that that exactly that's wrong yes wrong on yeah. every level um, I think we're stronger for that staying with him through choice yeah definitely hugely so it's a choice isn't it and, and to actually endure that doubt and all of those things that come with it makes you really strong and I think that's the oversight I think the people who are judging are the people who don't understand yeah that. yeah I think definitely. it's it is very easy just to say okay like you know this has happened it's over I'm not going to even try it that is like option I think um in a in a relationship sure but then a lot of people get sorry I think at the same time people are not wrong to do that you know quite often it's possibly had there was trouble before so if somebody has decided because of infidelity that that's that spells the end let's not forget that quite a lot of the time 99% of the time that may have been the last straw that broke the camel's back so equally, no, no, somebody's not, not wrong to leave um, someone. But that is, it, it, it seemed to be that the, the older generation, they stuck together because they felt they had to. And then there came a point where yes. it was just easy to be in a relationship, then not be in a relationship, be in a relationship, then not be in a relationship. And that people would say, um, you need to, you know, like, if you get married, it's for life and all of this kind of stuff. Um and I've had that conversation with somebody recently. It's not even a generation thing. You know, somebody who's religious and deeply religious will often believe that marriage is for yeah, life. Yeah, absolutely. And then they feel and they have to stay together, even if they don't want to, because they've been put in that situation or that belief has been sure. put within their system. Um, but then they see all of these other people right. that are able to then, like, you know, stop a relationship if they're not liking it. And, and that's where the judgment, I think, comes in. I think the important thing is to yeah. be really honest though, as well. I think... A lot of us shy away from what we actually think and feel. So whilst I would encourage anyone to do whatever feels right for them, also be honest with yourself. Uh If you're choosing to end this relationship, understand that there will come questions in your own mind, whether you voice them or not. There will be questions of why did this happen? Is it me? Is it something I did? Or And you will have that as a natural process. And that's something that I think you can, if you can actually open up and talk about it before you end it, in a calm way I think that's something that will give you long-term healing rather than just having a fight (laughs) I'm hearing the council but but that's it and and it's the only way it's the only way I've been able to get through that situation because I just think that having ended it I wouldn't have got any of the answers that I needed I've ended relationships with friends and family members and previously with partners and you don't there's all these what-ifs and there's all this unfinished business and no closure I agree 100 percent I was ghosted by a friend of, after many, many years, you know, a female friend. I was left with questions. You're exactly right. Um, a boyfriend who finished with me years and years and years ago, it wasn't like anyone cheated. It wasn't acrimonious. But you're left mm-hmm. with questions. And that 25 years down the line, I still have some questions. Definitely. You know? I had somebody come. come yeah, and they, they do. And you. I had someone come back into my life from 15 years ago. Um, mm-hmm. He came back about 10, five years ago. So it was 10 years that we, we had that gap in the middle. And when yeah. he left, he left in a way that I thought it was all me. Why was I not good enough? Why did he not want to stay? And all of these things. And I never got to get in those answers. Sure. And then five years ago, he came back into my life and went, look, I need to tell you that I did really, really love you, but I had dreams and I had goals and I had to go on. So I spent those 10 years thinking sure. that I wasn't good enough when it, it had nothing to do with that. Right. And I think it's important as well to recognise and be able to acknowledge. I mean, it all comes down to knowing yourself, doesn't it? We're all working on ourselves the whole time. The more work we do, the better we know ourselves and the the easier we can live. Because I I utterly, wholeheartedly recognise the part I played 
in the breakdown of our marriage that he chose to go elsewhere. I, I recognise that, you know, I, I have played a part in that and I was hard to live with at times and my depression probably didn't help and, you know, various different aspects. I think it's really important that you're just very honest with yourself. Yeah, I got defensive, to be honest, when it came to that side of things when it first came out because he, in the messages, he kind of used that as an excuse to talk to people. Um, I needed someone right. to talk to because it was hard when you were, like, having a postnatal episode or you were really low and sure. you couldn't get out of bed and it was hard. I needed someone too. And it was like, you promised me that you'd talk to me if things got difficult and you didn't do that. Um, you can't just blame that or use it as a reason, you know. So that's like, that's kind of how I felt because I tried to do everything I could possibly sure. do to make sure that everybody was shielded from that situation. And yeah. So I was yeah. defensive. I was definitely defensive, but I also understand how living with somebody in that kind of pressure in that situation definitely yeah. can cause you to do things that are not necessarily rational or healthy. It's contributory. Yeah. 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 Stina, it's been really interesting. It's been educational and it's been an absolute pleasure for me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, no, no, absolute pleasure. Serena, I will. It has been very good. It's been lovely to chat. Really, really nice. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been good to listen to your side of things, Serena. Definitely. It's been really, really interesting. Okay, ladies, um, we might be talking vaginas next week. How do you feel about that? Uh, I'm going to pass. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, Bye. ladies, go and get more. Bye.